you're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8, the Google Ads Agency. But when we're looking at target frequency, I do like it because it is very specific. You get to have a very specific audience in terms of demographics, plus also the, the product list. But if we need to blanket people with a new product or a sale offer, this could be very, very tactical. If you're running Black Friday, Cyber Monday, I'm probably gonna be running a lot of these. So you run streaming for the same reason why you run target frequency, to get a message across multiple times to a person to break through either the noise or introduce a new product. The target frequency was something that I was really interested in doing. The target frequency, I think, was something that I like from a individual user experience perspective. And what I mean by that is the, the frequency at which a person would have to see an ad. I think the updated stats are like 34. I know Costum is usually pretty good at keeping up with these stats, but it's like something like 32 or 34 impressions before an action is taken from a user on a product that they're slightly interested in, which would be top of funnel. So when we're talking about the, the target frequency, I like it because this is a campaign that I'm trying to get at least four, four touch points on. Now, this has only been running for about three days. I think we started on the on the evening of the 12th. Yeah, so it was the 13th is the day that it started running. So I only have three days worth of data in here. But when we're looking at target frequency, I do like it because it is very specific. You get to have a very specific audience in terms of demographics, plus also the, the product list that you can do and attach to it. And it focuses on very inexpensive views. And what's cool about this, if you look at the cost here versus the cost here and here, and this is spent a little bit less than half. Now, the view rate is artificially high. Uh, in my opinion, this is a 13 second video. View rate counts at 10 seconds. So these are longer videos here, but this one is a short video. It's a vertical. And I was using this to see if I can gain access to the shorts. And we'll discuss that here in a moment. But what I did like is the cost per view was very inexpensive. So my cost per view is two pennies compared to 11 and compared to nine. So I have 16,000 views compared to 8,000 views, let's say, for less than half the cost. And my frequency of these viewers is, is in the last three days here, 2.5 compared to 1.5, 1.3. This here, for example, these metrics that I believe are super important to a brand. Now I was hoping to have Norbeam being able to have some sort of algorithmic prediction as to what's actually happening up with these people. But for this cost here, I'm actually getting exactly what I want. I'm looking at target frequency. I don't necessarily need or want the clicks. I don't want the clicks on YouTube, for example. If people are going to click on YouTube ads, that's okay. That, that will be a thing that will happen. But the frequency is going to be where I need to have the brand recognition for the cost. And then, Ankar, you have a question? Yeah. So, John, we can also use frequency capping and max conversion, like TrueView for action. Have we ever tried that? Well, I'm, I'm like, trying to get a minimum of four, actually. Hmm. So this is something I said, hey, target the, the frequency of four views per user per week. Whereas the true for actions are, and it's been running for over a month. Well, kind of hover between 1.3 and 1.5. Mm-hmm. That's good. It's not bad. But if I'm trying to impress a cold audience, how often do you remember something after seeing 1.3 YouTube ads? Not too much. It's, uh, it's, fairly, it's fairly seldom. Like you're going to, you're going to see an ad back. That's cool. But if you don't click then there, I've lost you. Like I now I'm moved on to the next person. But if I can show, you know, on car four ads 
now it's like, okay, I'm, I'm starting to now become a permanent fixture in your mind. That's cool. Yeah, I'm interested in that. Oh yeah, I forgot about the company. And oh, I, like I'm trying to get that, that, that action to be taken, whether they click on the ad or not, that's okay. I'm just trying to get them to the site however I can, which is the person that is going to organically search, branded search, or have some other type of scenario take place where they're navigating back through to the site. So the clicks, this is what's bad, is this cost per click is very high, it's $10. Now, what does that $10 tell me? Well, on a cold traffic audience that I'm now impressing a few times with the ad that I'm finally getting them to click, is that good? Yeah, that's actually, that's, that's, that's okay. And $10 a click is an expensive click, but that might be a very warm user. If you see ads three or four times and then you finally click, it might be might be a fairly expensive cost because the I'm paying for all those views. And that's where the, the bad part is. And I can actually artificially bring down my views by making a longer video. These are more expensive to me, the advertiser, because I'm using a YouTube short, which means my cost per view is low, but my views are high. Why? Because it counts after 10 seconds and I have 13 seconds total. I think or even like I think it's like 12 seconds. So I have two seconds there where I'm gonna I'm gonna pay for them if they don't skip it right before that. So my cost is going to be high. I'm I'm okay with that. When you look at the click-through rate, though, also fairly low because of the views. But if we look at the amount of impressions to clicks, it's it's definitely much much lower. I don't really care about the views. The views can be fairly high, but my since my views are high, it's going to be more expensive per click. But that still doesn't matter. The impressions to clicks are very low. What this means is that I'm I'm definitely saturating an audience, but I'm doing that on purpose. So this is the result of that. So the target frequency has has proven to be effective because what I asked Google to do, I'm starting to get. So if we take yesterday, or sorry, the 15th, for example, compared to the previous period, I have double the amount of frequency for these people to this. So this is 13,000 people that saw it one time, this is 7,500 people that saw it twice. Or let's just say 3,000 people that saw it twice versus 2,500 people that saw it once. Okay, good. That's, that's sort of what I'm looking for. Now, this is also going to be holding so over time this is going to get better and better and better um so i think the 14th was the day that it kind of fully spiked up and then now i have 2.2 so i'm getting double the amount of average frequency is this only what we run is it good for the brand yes if your targeting is on point and you have a product that people are wanting and we're going pretty much bottom of the funnel to a cold audience yeah this is going to be some good good data I haven't run this long enough to give you all a result of these, you know, I think 30 something clicks. So it's not, it's not as, or sorry, yeah, 28 clicks. It's not as solidified of a model yet, but if we need to blanket people with a new product or a sale offer, this could be very, very tactical. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting you're watching because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google Ads and you want to work with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, please go to solate.com forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google Ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to solate.com, that's S-O-L-8.com, to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now, back to your regularly scheduled program. If you're running Black Friday, Cyber Monday, I'm probably going to be running a lot of these. Because if I'm just reminding you, hey, we also have a sale, and I show you that once, 
and everyone else is showing their sale also once, who are you going to choose? Well, if I can hit you a few different times, probably have multiple target frequency audiences all targeting the same audience. So it cycles through my four uh, videos, switches over to the other campaign, cycles through four videos, switch to the other campaign. I could probably hit you 10, 12, 15 times for relatively low cost. When I say relatively low cost, two pennies rather than 10 cents on average. So how would we use this? This would be something that we need to, we need to have people see our ad and we need to have people that see our ad frequently enough to say, yes, the people that I wanted to see the ad saw it multiple times each week. So that is very tactical. Or did you get sales from it? That's not the point. People run Hulu for the same reason we run this. So you run streaming for the same reason why you run target frequency to get a message across multiple times to a person to break through either the noise or introduce a new product. Sound like a hand raise? I like the hand raising, by the way. Let's keep doing this. This is fantastic. I was just going to say this is perfect for promotions that are like week long. Yeah, especially if you have an audience size that's like large enough. And, and that's what we'll kind of get into next is the target frequency. I'm using just one ad group with an audience that is fairly wide. Now, here's the bad part of our target frequency is you cannot use custom audiences. You have to use Google's audiences. This isn't good or bad. It's, it's sort of, I like it because it's appropriate. The audiences that you're capturing are who does Google already have a really good understanding of, which means it can do the job it needs to do by targeting them frequently because it has an audience already pre-built into its algorithm. It says, who's interested in Google ads? Well, there's 100 people at Solutions Inc. So it's like, I have this 100 people that have all interest in Google ads. Would you like to impress all of them four times? Yeah. Now, what about the people that just went to this page and looked at that product twice? Okay, you already have a different, you can just do a CPM model for that. You don't have to necessarily frequency. You can just keep the ads been high and keep showing them ads until it naturally burns out. There's still a method to do that. But I think the beauty of this is that Google already has an in-market audience that it has identified through its own algorithm that it is giving us to say, would you like to heavily impress these people with your ads? Yes. <clears throat> so we're looking at the ads that I'm, I'm seeing here, hair care products. It makes sense because the, the ad that we're using is about curly hair, heatless curls. So if you have hair, you can use this heatless curl set, which basically wrap around this little tube and it, it curls your hair without having any heat applied and damaging your hair. It's actually a pretty cool product. There's a lot of people in this audience, though, for hair care products. And these are, whoops, sorry, I clicked the button. And these are the people that I'm spending pretty much the majority of the ad spend in and, and am getting clicks. And this ad now is actually fairly short. It's a 12-second video about a the heatless hair curls. We don't really get much in terms of, how to describe this? We don't really get much in terms of the ad copy. This is all video-based. Can I drop my CPV or my overall cost by making a longer video? Sure. If I make a longer video, people are going to skip it more often and I pay less, but they still get impressed. I'm okay. That's not necessarily the point. My point is try to get that frequency up and I need those views. So whether I'm paying a little bit more for them because it's naturally short a video, it's kind of beside the point. I'm in a mastermind called War Room. The War Room Mastermind. It's uh, Ryan Dice, Roland Frazier, Perry Belcher, Richard Lynn, the digital marketer guys basically. And it's super expensive. It's like 35 grand a year or something. And I wanted to do it forever, but I was, I was massively gun shy and also a little cheap. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. 
Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to Solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.